You're listening to Folk Tales. Thanks for tuning in. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Folk Tales Podcasts. Today is November 16th, 2018, and it is a beautiful, snowy evening. We just got our first snowfall yesterday, well, very late last night in southeastern Ontario, specifically Kingston. Pretty sure Ottawa got some snow last week. And, well, it's a pretty good time to tuck in, cuddle up, get into some hot chocolate. I think I saw some on sale at Loblaws the other day. And listen to some podcasts. Read a good book. I think there's a lot of new things on Netflix that's happening. I should probably stop naming different kinds of companies. <laughs> I swear I'm not trying to sell anything. It just sort of happened. Anyway, it's a really great time of year to just cuddle in with favorite movies and new favorite activities. I played Scrabble with a friend last night. That was fantastic. And also this time of year, for me specifically, really makes me think about memories of other first snowfalls. Maybe it's because I was born in a land where snow was a very familiar thing um, called Timmins, Ontario, and spent, you know, the first eight years of my life there, basically, and I'm also a November baby. And especially now that I am in my 30s, early 30s, <laughs> um, I'm really starting to think about time in a different way. And actually, you scratch that. I'm starting to explore the concept of time more and more. And I know a lot of my friends are probably shaking their heads like, yeah, yeah, we've heard about you ramble about this many times before. But it still really fascinates me, this measurement that we've created to measure change that happens, a direction that we're going in, evolution of things, growth. Yeah. So, normally, I get a little bit pensive when the season specifically changes to winter like this. I think it's a good time to do a little bit of reflecting. You know, we're in the fourth quarter of the year, and sometimes we often forget to really take that time to reflect on the past year, decisions we've made, the accomplishments, the failures, the lessons that we have learned, and think about how we're going to be moving into our new calendar year and make your reality come true, whatever that may be. Okay, so let's get to it and I will stop rambling about time. I'm sure many of you probably have thought about it yourselves. And if you have, oh my gosh, please send me an email. I would love to just start a segment 
about talking about time. Maybe I will do that. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Okay, so I'll get to it and stop joking around here. By the way, I hope that everyone is going to be going into the weekend with whatever it is that you need to get through the weekend. Whether you're working this weekend, then I wish to you an excellent working weekend where you are highly productive. I know it's a working weekend for me. And if you do have the weekend off, you know, may you be relaxed, may you see your loved ones, may you eat good food and have time to get all the things done while still taking care of yourself and and doing nothing, because sometimes that's needed too. Okay, so this piece is called Fractions of Memories. It's funny how the little things stand out. Glimpses of moments in time, carrying worlds of impact and sounds everlasting. Glory of detail in one of these single fractions of a moment, the moments you don't expect to find stuck in your memory, giving you breath and filling the heart, staggering in awe. I wonder, what is it about that singular moment in time? Recalling them, they seem slow, though they were fleeting upon creation. I remember touch, the feeling of the hard beak of the macaw as it ate from my hand so willingly, my eyes focused on its beak, and it just ate from my open palm. I stared in pure wonderment, the hot sun beating down on my skin. Deep inside that magical jungle sat there this fantastic creature, beautiful as a phoenix is magical. Feeling the texture of strawberries on my fingertips, the stiff of seeds before they are mashed up into jam, luscious red, velvety diamond shapes of small and thick, smelling the fresh field stretching for miles, hearing the giggling of children in rows beside, and seeing my mother smiling ear to ear as she picks alongside me. The touch of your hands on my skin. Warming stamps of sweetness and the warmth from your hand on my knee. Painting strokes of fondness as we sit side by side on the road to this place or that. Reaching my hand to feel the soft on your neck and shirt on your shoulder, that place my hand loves to feel when the lights go low and seeing you smile into my eyes and trying to watch the road, spilling my fingertips down your arm, just simple touches and gentle looking eyes listening to this story or that. I don't notice the road or the path we are on, the touch of trust. 
the push of the pads of a paw against my cheek and eyelids. (laughs) Waking up to loving, loud, purring vibrations of a love song. The night you brushed your face against the palette of yellow oil paint and having to gently wash out your cheek and beard in the tub with the tips of my fingers. Slow, rippling bubbles mix in and soap the oily paint. A quiet yet beautiful 45 minutes of time it took. And your magnificently blue eyes softly gazed into mine. Not minding the water, though you are a feline. Love in the closeness and the gentle pause in time. Sitting side by side, too young to remember when, movie theater seats benched in, talking and laughing about something I cannot recall, unknowingly, You reach your hand to my face and tuck my hair behind my ear, watching it, maybe. Blue eyes slow attention to the details of my face. We catch each other's eyes and I stop dead in my pace of chatter. I smiled, you smiled, our eyes lit up and then quickly scattered to opposite sides of the room. Sight. The moment I looked out the airplane window and saw the most vibrant turquoise color I have ever seen and never had seen in nature, only on travel shows, the kind that captures, moves, and humbles you. I was... So moved to see it and was filled with so much gratitude and joy. My eyes could not believe the majesty of the Caribbean beaches. The moment I fell in love for the first time inside a cringy old bandwagon van, sitting right beside you in a split second looking over at your face, seeing your bright eyes, and they shine. All of the space around you, almost halo-like, glowing, time stopped. It just stopped for a moment, and that's when I knew. Walking home after closing time, Music playing in my ear. Pictures of you. Gentle snow falling all around, heavy and covering the road and sidewalks. No footprints in the snow. Downtown on this late, early morning. It was stunning. Guitar riffing a pensive rhythm. Memories flowing, and a smile comes over my face. The moment I fell in love for the second, the second time.
Eyes met across the room and an inexplicable urge to move closer to you filled my bones. Without hesitation or any doubt, I sat down next to you and felt my face blush. Brown eyes seemed shy and full of warmth. I'll never forget this moment in time. When the buzzing in the room came to a halt and the noise dissipated into the abyss, all I could hear was your voice and feel your energy so close to mine. Maybe it was the wine. Or maybe it was just a following of the breath. Or of the hearts. My grandmother's hands in the summer. How dark they did turn from the constant summer sun, freckled and tanned, full of love and strength, cooking, cleaning, and finding time to play cards with us kids teaching me about family, life, learning, math, and strategy. Even though I was tough to teach, you never stopped helping me. And that summer, you tried to teach us to knit and crochet, but the only one who was successful at it was my brother. <laughs> that day, you forgot to put the eggs in the butter tart, so they were just mini pies of sugar. But we loved and devoured them like pastry monsters looking for a sugar fix. When I hugged an ancient tree in Caracas National Park, where I saw with my own eyes how two rainforests meet, thickly pleated bark smelling of earth, 300-something feet of 600-something years of growth with roots just as deep as it is tall. I placed my palms on this glorious tree and pressed my forehead to her bark, energy rooted into me. I could barely see the top of the tree, growing so high so far. It was raining down on me, but the canopies were so thick the rain would only sprinkle through like a misty wind. I looked up into the sky, wearing a yellow poncho spread out like a butterfly. I felt the magical raindrops hit my face, first at my cheek and then on my eye. I smiled from my crown. I smiled from my crown. Riding down the stony, sticky, beaten path. Okay? Swooping down curvy hills and twisty curves, hands clenched tight to the grips of my bicycle. Eyes stuck wide open and furiously trying to stabilize the shockwaves, kicking through from the rotating tires as they hit, bump, skid, and drift about on the scary path down the hill. <laughs> my mother and brother at the bottom, who decided to bike down the grassy parts, laughing at this terrified, stubborn little girl and yells of direction to choose the grass instead. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. I insisted on pedaling down the stony, bumpier path. Smell. The smell of pine trees 
new growth and open water doing the air at Mesamakenda Lake. The smell of the flowers in the village blossoming the summer we fell in love. My non-sleeping eyes quickly sprang when you opened the door inviting me to be near you in the morning light. That smell of those flowers, I know not what they are called, but that smell I still remember almost a decade after the end. I once found a small bottle of perfume that billowed this scent. And even after the oil dried up, the smell lingered in the bottle. While going through keepsakes, once I was ready to let go, I found that wee tiny bottle and the lingering scent had vanished. Months before all of this, I lost a heart pendant, but I found it later on after we had ended. Garden fresh cucumber aroma traveling into my bedroom as my mother cuts them by the slice downstairs in the kitchen. Mm. Sound. The reluctancy to step out of your car when that song came on that we both loved. What song was it? Stairway to Heaven? Wonderwall? We sat and waited for it to finish on the curb of a busy street, neither of us caring for the midnight time ticking away, just enjoying the music in our ears and in our space. That time I played Juliet on stage and was incredibly nervous. Every night I was scared to shit to lose my place, though I knew these words inside and out. I was terrified to stumble over them, to rip them, to tear them, or stain them with inaccuracy or imperfection. The first time I heard you play, like beautiful crashing waves and heavy footsteps in the jungle. Incendiary music you did make, vibrating into the metal hull and deep into the water below, echoing out from the trees and mountains. Speeding with the howling wind, pulsing education of patterns impassioned rhythmic arms raised out high and wide, you set fire to the sticks. The woos and calls of loons after dark, echoing into the mountain edges through the trees towards the moon, resonating, quiet gong, singing me to sleep singing me to peaceful rest. Taste. While I never really liked coconut growing up, when I drank it from the source, at the source, in the heat of the night, ignited my love for coconut water. 
It cleansed and nourished my body, hydrating my every pore, awaking my energy reservoir with a gracious refill. For real, though, never say no to drinking coconut water right out of a coconut from the beach. I'm telling you, it is fantastic. (laughs) To be continued. Thanks for listening. Take care. Until next time.